0: This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent
1: herbicide. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by Assiniboia Livestock, for the most reliable and dependable way to market your livestock. Today, we have the latest Saskatchewan Agriculture Crop Report. Crops are advancing rapidly due to hot weather. The Federal Minister of Agriculture joins the Provincial Agriculture Minister's meeting in Saskatoon today, and we have some comments from the Federal Minister. Real Agriculture talks with the new leader of the NDP, Carla Beck, at Ag in Motion. We talk grain marketing and farm financing from two exhibitors at Ag in Motion. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. Saskatchewan crops are advancing quickly across the province due to hot, humid days over the past few weeks. Provincial Crops Extension Specialist Matt Struthers says many farmers have experienced heat blast in their crops and some may have an early harvest due to premature ripening.
0: they're still advancing quite quickly you know in the last two weeks we've had some hot humid uh, hot humid days days, and that just advances the crop quite quickly you know they've but they've been waiting for that heat so now that they're finally getting it and those crops that do have the moisture they're just they're using that moisture and they're starting to to ripen up uh, or mature a little bit faster than we've seen previous in the season.
1: Has the hot weather hurt some crops? Oh it it certainly has you know when it gets up to above 30 degrees
0: there and, and crops are flowering it's It's certainly not ideal, and we've seen some heat blasting on canola across the province. There's been complaints of it and and a little bit of concern there, because when that happens, of course, the yield potential of of that crop does decrease a little bit, but it's nothing to worry about as long as the heat doesn't continue.
1: You see some areas that may have early harvest with premature ripening? Certainly. Uh, you know, and down here in the in the southern half
0: of the province uh, and towards the southwest and west central, there'll certainly be some early fields that will be harvested here maybe in a couple of weeks.
1: Some areas had wild weather? Uh, yeah, they they certainly did. You know, we had hailstorms and thunderstorms, and,
0: uh, and everybody knows about the tornadoes that touched down across the eastern half of the province there, and, and the damage was quite severe in some areas, and, and we're just hoping that everyone's all right.
1: How much rain did some areas get?
0: Most of the province got a little bit of rain, but the most fell around the Duck Lake area with 99 mils of rain over only two days. So that's quite a bit of rain and there's some flooded out areas. And the Earl Grey area received 78 mils over the course of a week. So that's a little bit better to to see over a course of a week rather than two days. But, you know, the drier areas were parts of the northwest and
1: southwest, but overall, most areas of the province got some uh, precipitation. What were the main causes of crop damage this past week?
0: This week was some
1: localized hail, uh, you know, some strong winds
0: associated with those tornado storms and, and other storms that went through. Uh, you know, the lack of moisture we've been seeing, the flooding, and then also grasshoppers and go- gophers are still quite an issue out there. So hopefully the crops are holding on.
1: Cereals are heading out. I understand. What's the topsoil moisture rating?
0: Uh, they're certainly heading out, and topsoil is re- rated as nine percent surplus, sixty-three percent adequate, twenty-four percent short, and four percent very short. Hay and pasture is rated as 7% surplus, 60% adequate, 24% short, and 8% very short. So still some pretty good numbers, and of course the higher numbers are seen in the eastern half of the province.
1: What type of yields are you looking at for haying this year, and how is haying progress?
0: Haying saw a little bit of a delay last week just due to uh, some rainstorms and that high humidity. It makes for cutting hay a bit difficult, but producers are sitting at 41% of the hay crop now cut and 32% of it bailed up. So uh, they're making very good progress and they're going to continue to keep working. A large majority of the hay is, the hay quality is rated as excellent or good. So it's very nice to see. But yield in the eastern half of the province, yield does appear to be average or, or better than average compared to last year whereas in the western half of the province there are certainly some poor-looking fields and uh, the producers are a little worried about their feed supplies going into the winter.
1: Matt Struthers compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. This portion is brought to you by Prairie 6-inch eaves troughs. An inch makes a big difference. PrairieEaves and your Prairie Co-op Grow Team, fueling farms, feeding families in Cupar, Ituna, Lipton and Strasbourg. Agriculture ministers from across the country are meeting in Saskatoon to talk about Canada's agriculture policy framework. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Babaud joins the meeting today and was asked if she's confident a new five-year agreement can be reached and finalized by the end of the meeting.
2: I'm very hopeful. We've worked hard together. Uh, to improve or to, you know, to be ready to launch the new five year agreement. I'm sure you have looked into the Guelph statement that we have all agreed on. So, uh, very looking toward, uh, as always a sustainable agriculture, making sure that Canada remains a leader in sustainable agriculture and is known for that, agriculture and agri-food. The discussions are moving forward in the right direction and I'm hopeful that we will reach a consensus for the uh, the cost-share portion of the new partnership agreement in a way that will uh, re- reach the objectives that we have jointly agreed to.
3: Just wondering if there's anything else, Minister, that you have in terms of general comments heading into the Federal and Provincial Territorial Minister's meeting.
2: Just to say maybe that we have a very good collaboration, we are a good group of ministers all very committed to do the best we can to support the agriculture sector. I will note that uh, with the new Ag Minister in PEI in Prince Edward Island, we are now six women Minister around this table, uh, which is interesting. It's the first, obviously, in, in, in the country. So I cannot say much more right now. I'm hopeful that we will reach an, an agreement that is aligned with the Guelph statement.
1: Agriculture Minister David Merritt of Saskatchewan says the provincial ministers are hoping for a 25% hike in federal funding and Ottawa has offered half that amount so far. The federal government is putting more than $8 million into helping farmers adopt so-called clean technology to help cut down on greenhouse gas emissions. But Mo made the announcement during a stop in Manitoba earlier this week.
2: The recent drought and flooding in Manitoba are another reminder that farmers are on the front lines of climate change. Last summer, I visited with cattle producers in the Interlake region who were devastated by drought. One farmer was brought to tears as he told us how he was forced to sell his cows due to the lack of feed. And this year, we have gone to the other extreme. Heavy rains and flooding have delayed or prevented planting from, for many farmers in the province. It's a big challenge, but Manitoba farmers are taking action to rebuild their resilience to extreme weather and climate change. Farmers are practicing reduced tillage and cover crops. They are planting crops that are resistant to extreme weather, such as droughts, and they are investing in clean technologies. We want to help them with this vital work. As you know, in our latest budget, we have added money to our clean tech program to make it almost half a billion dollars. Over the past six months, our agricultural clean technology program has provided over $33.6 million to support 110 clean tech projects on farms and agribusinesses across Canada. And today, I'm pleased to announce another million to support the adoption of clean technologies for an additional 28 projects across Canada. This brings the total of approved projects to 138 for an investment to date of $42.3 million. And as part of today's announcement, here in Manitoba, more than $2.5 million will support five new projects. Farmers and agribusinesses will have access to funding to help develop and adopt the latest clean technologies to reduce greenhouse gas emissions and boost their long-term competitiveness. These new projects focus on green energy, precision agriculture, and the bioeconomy. The program supports projects with contributions of at least $50,000 to cover up to 50% of the cost of adopting clean technology to help reduce greenhouse gas emissions. We expect that the expanded agricultural clean technology program will reduce emissions by up to 800,000 tons a year as a result of switching to cleaner fuels and decreasing fuel consumption. That's the equivalent of powering close to 200,000
1: homes a year. The Federal Provincial Ministers of Agriculture meeting wraps up tomorrow in Saskatoon. This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real
0: Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Kelvin Hepner with Real Agriculture and uh, at Ag in Motion, pleased to be joined by uh, the new leader of the Saskatchewan NDP, Carla Beck and Carla, I guess, why don't we start from the beginning, why don't you introduce yourself to our audience when it comes to uh, the agriculture community in, in Western Canada and here in Saskatchewan.
4: Great opportunity for me as the new leader to be out uh, meeting with people. We've uh, taken the last three weeks, so the first three weeks of my leadership to get right around the province, we've, uh, I think we've racked up about 12,000 kilometres now um and great to be here to see you know the the community here but also the innovation in ag um i grew up on a farm um about 70 kilometers southeast of regina but i i left the farm in 1991 so there's a lot (laughs) i actually did i i was just telling these guys i uh you know i i do have experience on an open-air tractor which is not something you see very often on these days my job was bailing um Yeah, I grew up on a mixed farm. Uh, You know, really, um, I think, you know, I I said earlier today, agriculture is such an important part of our history, but also uh, an important part of our future in this province. And I think you really do see the future of agriculture here at Ag in Motion.
0: So when it comes to agriculture and the conversations that you've had uh, traveling across the province already, what do you hear or what do you see as your priorities for agriculture?
4: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we've got the uh, federal and provincial and territorial uh, ministers meeting today to look up, or coming up this week to be looking at uh, a new ag framework. I think some of the lessons learned over over recent years to make sure that um, you know that there the uh, the ag stability program and and the uh, the programs to support producers—that that is—that is, um, there's some improvements made there. I think there were a lot of lessons here, especially in Saskatchewan last year with a with a record gr- drought, something that we haven't seen here for years. I think um, caused caused people uh, to look at things a bit differently. So hopefully we'll see that represented there. Uh, our ag critic here, Trent, today uh, just today called on um, th- for there to be an investigation into beef pricing, something that we've heard. Uh, a lot about, you know, there used to be more of a correlation between the price that you pay at the grocery store, so the consumer price, and, and, and what folks were getting for their animals. Uh, that's that's a bit out of whack now, and I think that that, that warrants an investigation, uh, both for, for those producers, um, but also for consumers. So so that's another piece. I know egg uh, labelling on, on beef was another issue that uh, I think was wisely looked at again. Uh, this is a time when we need to be growing growing industry here in the province we need to be supporting uh, our producers to not only you know feed us and and, and uh, export around the world but also to be um, looking at innovation um, which which is something I think you you see here but uh, there's a proud history in Saskatchewan and right across the prairies um, you know innovating being more efficient um, uh, looking at next technology and um, you know, I think that's really exciting. There's there's a lot of a lot of jobs uh, related to agriculture on the farm, but also you know in in cities and related industries. And I think that's something that is really to be celebrated and to look to uh, for the future for growth.
0: There's a booth actually just down this way uh, regarding the irrigation project, the Lake Diefenbaker Irrigation Project. What are your thoughts on on that and the future of irrigation in Saskatchewan?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Well, I mean it's a huge project. I think the last uh, last numbers we heard were about four four billion dollars. Uh, whenever we're looking at investment in something like that, I, I, I think you need to have um, all of the relevant players at the table. I think you uh, the the people the, of Saskatchewan who would be help help be. Uh, who be help pay for that project, uh, you know, we just need straight heads up decision making. I think, um, you know, I've heard from producers in the area that they are are very interested in having, you know, a a level of water security, um, ranchers as well. Um, We just need to make sure that we're making that type of a large investment and uh, with with that many impacts that that is done. in a straight-up way, um, answering questions, making sure that uh, processes are followed, and uh, you know, could be if the promise is realized, uh, could could be very exciting for for some folks. Um, but yeah, again, you have to make sure that when you're making those kind of investments, that uh, that everything is done um, in a in a above-the-board way. Yeah.
1: This has been your Real Agriculture update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch, real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin or Devin at 352-1866. And the Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Partly cloudy today, wind northwest 30, gusting to 50. Supposed to be a high of 27 degrees and a low of 11. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers, risk of a thunderstorm in the afternoon. The high tomorrow, 28, the low 13. Sunny Saturday, the high 22, the low 12. Sunday, sunny, the high 25, the low 13. Monday, cloudy with a high 29, the low 14. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high 24, the low 12. Wednesday's outlook, partly cloudy with a high of 25 degrees. Normal high for this date is 26, the normal low is 11. The sun rose at 5.11 this morning. It sets at 8.59 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is in the southwest corner again, Marie at 28, the cold spot up north, Collins Bay at 11. Estevan is 24, Saskatoon 26. Swift Current and Weyburn, both 24. Yorkton is 25. Sunny in Regina, 24 degrees. That's 75 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west at 22, gusting to 34. Humidity is 45%. The barometer is dropping 101.2. Sunny in Moose Jaw, 26 degrees. Winds are from the west at 18. Once again, Regina, sunny and 24. That's 75 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Portion of Saskatchewan agriculture today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougalAuctions.com. And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizers just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems expect the best. AGT Foods has a booth at Ag in Motion Farm Expo, which wraps up today northwest of Saskatoon at Langham. Annette Hamilton is the Northern Grain Procurement Manager and discusses grain markets.
5: AGT's purpose here is to serve the producers of Saskatchewan, Alberta, Manitoba and the United States and worldwide really, um, providing prices uh, on pulses and all crops. you know, we're competitive in all levels. Uh, you know, we buy all crops as well. We're here at Ag Motion to finally see everyone after COVID has uh, refrained from getting us out type of things. So um, it's great to see all the producers here and uh, excited about the upcoming crop. Um, you know, generalized rain around the province. I think we have some, some good crops that potentially could be coming, which is uh, beneficial for all grain companies in Saskatchewan right now.
1: And you've got, as a model, from producer to the world, you buy right from the farmer and you sell around the world. I've talked with Murad El-Khatib, the president, many times.
5: That's right. Um, So yeah, we have many end users around the world that are very excited about what AGT Foods does and how we add value to uh, food products in the world as well. proteins, uh, grains, byproducts of all sorts of things. So um, we've come a long ways as a company and uh, we're excited to be getting into a lot more oats and a lot more uh, fertilizer uh, type scenario that we have going in our North Plant in Rosetown that's gonna come up in the new year. Um, yeah, it's uh, we're pretty excited. We have lots of things going on. Murad's very uh, boisterous for Promoting our company in such a wonderful way that uh, yeah, he's a great company to work with.
1: What do you think of prices right now?
5: Um, I mean, right now we've started to see a little downturn on some of these prices. I think with the anticipation of crops that are going to be coming off. Also, I guess you know high prices and cost of fuel and everything else. These prices, I, I mean, they're all great profits. You know. It, Everyone has their own risk that they want to be on their farm and how much they want to be sold. So hopefully AGT Foods can help them you know, gather and, and take a little bit of risk off by calling us to get some pricing.
1: Annette Hamilton is the Northern Grain Procurement Manager for AGT Foods. Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. Arcolabuildingsupplies.com One of the 500 exhibits at Ag in Motion is focused on financing used farm equipment. The agribusiness development manager for Meridian One Cap, Troy Stack, says his company offers some key benefits.
6: So what we offer um, the producers is uh, financing on all kinds of equipment, uh, including buildings, bins, like grain bins, uh, storage, um, and new and used mobile equipment. Um, We finance equipment that's up to about 20 years old. Have you had a lot of demand? It's been really busy actually. It has been very, very busy this year.
1: What seems to be the main things farmers are looking for to finance through you?
6: Um, you know, right now with rising equipment costs, rising rates, I think people really like to see affordable payments and we have lots of options there. So if you're buying a used piece of equipment, we can, you know, throw a nice residual on there, keep the payments down, customize it to your cash flow. And uh, the other thing that I find that people are really interested in this year seems to be the 10 year fixed rates that we're offering. Just a little bit of certainty in in a bit of an uncertain world with uh, rising rate environment, rising
1: costs. Tell me about a few of those other options that you have that you offer farmers for financing. And you will finance old equipment? Yeah, we'll do. Um, you know, we'll do. For example, a you
6: know a ten year uh, a ten year old uh, tractor, combine, you name it. You know, we can do something like a five year term with a forty percent buyout at the end. That helps keep the the payments down. Maybe. Uh, Gets you into a little bit nicer piece of equipment uh, to get this year's crop off and there's some nice crops this year so uh, it's something that uh, people seem to really, really interested in this year. Interest rates seem
1: to be on the rise. What are your thoughts?
6: I mean, uh, I know why it's happening. It's to try and control inflation, control spending. It's hard to say where it's going to end. I don't think we're looking at another big jump again this month I think that's been probably priced in but uh, I think probably more increases are on, on the way so if you are thinking about equipment I think now is a really good time to, 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 to finance it and maybe you want to look at something like a 10-year fixed option you know it's it's, uh, it's not a bad bad option for some people
1: how competitive are your rates what are you offering for the 10-year
6: fixed? Um, It really depends on the um, amount that you're borrowing and the terms. So I really don't have a really good answer to that other than it's competitive with what any of the other financial institutions are doing. Um, I would say, why would you call us over someone else? I think we could probably get you into a better cash flow situation uh, just because of the residuals that we offer. Uh, Not everybody does buildings uh, and built-in place bins to the amount that we will do. They're not the most secure asset, but we will do it for, uh, for good producers. And we're just easy to deal with. So, I mean, you you call, you call me on my cell phone, you talk to me personally. And, um, you know, you do an application over the phone. It couldn't be easier. You can be out in the field and take your application in in five to ten minutes.
1: Troy Stack is the Agribusiness Development Manager for Western Canada for Meridian One Cap. He made his comments in an interview at the Ag in Motion show. Market update brought to you by Freeze Talman Lumber. Don't put off your summer projects. Freeze Talman offers delivery to your rural or lake country property. And SAS Pork working on behalf of Saskatchewan hog producers and our community. Grain prices were showing downward pressure. Viterra prices for canola fell 2110 at 769.52. One red spring wheat went down three ninety seven at four thirteen twenty three The rest were unchanged durham four thirty six forty two feed barley two ninety two eighty seven chickpeas nine hundred seventy dollars four cents flax eight o two sixty seven lentils seven forty nine forty five oats three thirty six fifty three yellow peas four seventy six twenty five and feed wheat three thirty eight thirty at Minneapolis, September spring wheat fell four and a quarter cents at 920 a bushel.
0: This spring, apply pre-emergent edge microactive group three herbicide from Gowan Canada before seeding your canola, peas, or lentils. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada.
1: The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn 842 4574. And now the latest livestock quotes.
3: Good afternoon. This is a Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for the week of July the 20th. No sale this week, but at our last sale, what a set of cull cows and cull cow bulls we had. Lots of these high-yielding cows bringing anywhere from 110 to 117, sales right up to 119. Good bulls were selling 140 to 149, sales to 152. We had about 300 feeder cattle last week. All classes were selling well right now. 550 pound steers, 267. 600 pound steers topped out at 260. I like this pen. 700 pound steers at 229. I also like this pen also. 800 pound steers at 213. On the heifers, 550 pound heifers, 218. 600 pounders, 213. 700 pound heifers at 206. Nothing wrong with these prices. This feeder market continues to strengthen. Looks good for the fall run. Our next sale for all classes of cattle is Wednesday, July the 27th. And after that, the throttle is full bore, selling every Wednesday till Christmas. Next Wednesday, we have some top-end yearlings coming in, eight to 900 pounders listed already, should be a good one. And if you have cull cows, cull bulls close to home, take advantage of these high prices. These cows and bulls are selling strong and active right now. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day.
1: And the latest Saskatchewan pork price quotes, it's $258.17 per CKG. That's for both the Brandon and Moose Jaw plants. Coming up, the Resource Report. The Resource Report, brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. And brought to you by Mandaco. Talk to your Mandeco dealer or visit mandaco.com to learn more about Mandeco land rollers and tillage equipment. Nexus BioAg has reached a marketing and distribution agreement for TerraMG, a mustard-derived soil biopesticide. The biopesticide technology has potential to address the farming challenges of clubroot and aphynomyces, diseases in canola and pulse crops. Building on field data, the companies are now moving forward to the next stage of development. Through the marketing and distribution agreement with Must Grow Biologics, Farmers will have access to the latest in farming technology, which is yet to be registered with Canada's Pest Management Regulatory Agency. Musgro is an agriculture biotech company developing organic biopesticides and bioherbicides by using the natural defence mechanism of the mustard plant to protect food production from diseases, insects and pests. The marketing and distribution agreement was announced at the Ag in Motion Farm Expo this week in Langham, northwest of Saskatoon. On the markets, the TSX is up 6 points to 19,027. The Dow has risen 29 points to 31,903. Oil has dropped $2.89 at ninety-six ninety-nine per barrel. The Canadian dollar is at 77.60 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit gowancanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicides.